0: Hi, this is Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Today, I want to discuss the pass-through tax deduction, the 20% pass deduction that came about under the new tax plan um, that was put into law or codified into law in December 2017 by President Trump called the Tax Cuts and Job Act. So the the pass-through tax deduction is one of the the more complicated aspects of the uh, tax plan. Most people talk about lower income Tax rates under the plan or C Corp tax rate that went from 35. The 21%, as well as some limitations on deducted mortgage interest deduction, state tax deduction, some repatriation of income provisions. Not a lot of people uh, have a good understanding of Section 199A, which is the provision that talks about the new pass-through tax deduction. The reason uh, there's not a lot of guidance, there's no Treasury regulations uh, and various detailed examples. The the new provision was just codified recently. It's in the tax code under 199A. So I want to explain it. Uh, in hopeful, hopefully simple terms for, for the average person. Um, so if they have questions, they, they can obviously speak further with their accountant. But everyone should understand how it works if you're a small business. Of course, if you're just a W-2 employee, you work at uh, you know, a restaurant, Apple, uh, Google, Ira Financial, and you just get a W-2, you're not going to have to really deal with this pass-through tax deduction. You're just going to pay tax on your W-2 income. However, if you're a small business or that's operated through a pass-through entity like an LLC, S-Corp, Partnership, sole proprietor, you potentially could deduct 20% of, of what's called qualified business income. Qualified business income basically is US or Puerto Rico sourced income that's not generate, generated by a specified service or trade business. And basically, that means it's business income. That's not associated with health, law, accounting, actuarial science, performing arts, consulting, athletics, financial services, and brokerage services, uh, or a business where the primary asset is the reputation or skill of one or more of its employees or owners, or a business involving investment or investment management services involving trading. So, basically, the provision states that if you have qualified business income that's generated anything, um, anything other than kind of your, your hands, sweat, and tears, um, or your, your brain, <laughs> like law, accounting, uh, investment services, things like that, you probably have what's called qualified business income, and now we can go into a, a discussion of whether you can deduct up to 20% of that. So number one, you need to know you need qualified business income, U.S. or Puerto Rico source. Number two, it cannot be what's called a uh, specified service or trade uh, income, example, accounting or law. Um, and now we have to look at the third uh, threshold: is, is income thresholds. So basically, if you make, if you're a single filer and make 157,500 uh, or less, or if you file jointly and make less than 315, and you have no service uh, trader business income, and you only have qualified business income from your business, you can deduct 20% of the qualified business income. That's it. Pretty simple. That's it. Under, if you make under 157, if you fall single, 315 as a joint, and you got qualified business income from business activities through a pass-through entity like an LLC, you're good. You get the 20% deduction. You're super happy. So um, that's easy. It gets more complicated if you make more than 207500 if you're single and 415, uh, 415000 if you fall jointly. Now there's a formula to decide how much you can actually deduct. So th- there's three... Uh, aspects of this formula. Uh, Remember, it's the lesser of the following formulas. It's the lesser of 20% of the qualified business income, and then the greater of the next two numbers, basically the greater of 50% of the W-2 wages paid to everyone from the qualified business income, or 25% of the W-2 wages paid from the qualified business, plus 2.5% of unadjusted unadjusted basis of qualified property. So basically, it's 20%, and then the greater of... Fifty percent of all W two income, or twenty five percent of W two income, plus adjusted unadjusted basis of qualified property, which deals with a lot of real estate companies. So let's just take a simple example, just to kind of go through all this. Again, it cannot be service based; has to be qualified business, U S. Puerto Rico based, and this is formula only if you make more than two hundred seven thousand five hundred, you file single, or four hundred fifteen thousand, you file jointly. It's the twenty percent, and then the greater of the lesser of twenty percent or the greater of. 50% 50% or 25% 2.5% of unadjusted basis. So let's take an example. Let's say uh, Jim and Bob own ABC LLC. It's a restaurant, so there's no qualified service. It's business income. Uh, they own a 50-50. And let's just say there's uh, a million dollars of uh, qualified business income. I'd say 2 million of qualified business income and 4 million of wages. Keep it simple. So let's do the formula. Qualified business income, so we take the 2 million, divide it in half, 1 million each for each partner, times 20%, 200 grand. So that's that's the number. 200 is the qualified business income. Now, we that's the first part of the formula. The second, now we have to take the greater of, 50% of all the W-2 wages. So 4 million in wages, divide that by 2 because his allocated share is 50%. Um, which is 2 million, right? Because he only gets, he only owns half the LLC. And then you multiply that by 50% and get a million. Okay, so far 200,000 is less than a million. So that wins. So now the third part, and the third part is really simple. Since there's no, let's assume there's no um, qualified property. There's no real estate. So we know the greater a million is going to be more than the 25%. The 50 is going to be always more than the 25% of the wages. So we don't really even have to do that. So we know the lesser: 200,000 is less than a million. So in this example, uh, each partner can deduct 20,000 on the allocated qualified business income. So if they each were allocated a million of qualified business income, they each could get a $200,000 deduction, which is 20 percent, which is nice. Again, if they were in the service business and it was all service income, they get nothing. Okay. Remember that. So, because this is not service, they can they can get it. Um, and again, if they make, let's say, let's take an example. Let's say they each earned the qualified business income was there, and let's say they each earned, they filed jointly, and they each earned as a couple, each each partner and their wife or their spouse each earned less than two hundred and seven thousand excuse me, each earn less than 315, then they don't have to do this formula. They just get to 20%, right? Because this t- formula is only if you make more than 415 as a joint or 207, 500 as a single. And then you got to do this three-step three, three step formula. Um, otherwise, you can just get to 20% if you make uh, less than uh, the threshold of, of 157 and 315, uh, again, if you have qualified service, you get nothing, uh, which, which kind of sucks. Um, but uh, that's the way the provision works. There's actually a, a carve-out on the service. Um, obviously, um, dividends, capital gains, they're excluded from qualified business income. Um, so that's something. And, and another interesting thing, architecture and engineering services are not treated as a service business for some reason. Um, so that's unlike law or accounting, which is um, architecture is not. So that's how it works. Uh, you can check out 199A if you're brave enough to do so. Uh, under the tax code, it's a new provision. So if you have an old tax code, it won't be in there. You can, ch- you can get it online. Just Google one uh, section 199A is an apple. You'll get it. You can read through it. You can see the definition of qualified business income. You can check out what qualified services are, um, and, and that. Could be uh, interesting if you're if you have any interest in doing that. Um, but that's basically and somehow it works. Uh, again, if you make less than the thresholds, uh, the 157. Uh, with the 315, it's super easy, and you have qualified business income 20%. It only gets a little bit more complicated when you make more than the 415 or the 207,500. Then you got to do that three-step formula. Look at wages, either 50% or 25%, plus 2.5% of the unadjusted uh, basis of the property. Or you just get that 20% of the qualified business income and you run the numbers. And I'm actually uh, hopefully going to have an article uh, out on Forbes.com on this if, if hopefully it gets published in the next day or so. So there'll be more information on it. But I just, even though, you know, I really talk a lot about retirement accounts and that's really my focus and my, uh, basically my <laughs> you know, major, major uh, interest and passion is through helping people save Through retirement accounts, whether it's through traditional investment, self-directed, traditional Roth, it's not super important to me. It's all about getting people to save at an early age and consistently. Uh, I am a former tax attorney, and I used to do a lot of work in the partnership tax area. So I just wanted to kind of get this out because I got a lot of questions from clients about this 20% deduction for their own business, and I just wanted to put something out there because I didn't see a lot of good articles um, on it that, that kind of simplified it for the average person. So I hope you find the podcast helpful. Again, there should be an article on Forbes on this 20% pass-through deduction. If Once it gets published, we'll, we'll send it around uh, on Twitter, uh, at IRAFG, Facebook. You can like us, get all the info. You can check on, You can follow. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, or you can check our website. There'll be a link to all our Forbes articles. Um, Adam Bergman, IRE Financial. Hope you found the podcast helpful. Thanks for listening. Until next time.